What is up, everyone, and welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book club show hosted by yours truly, it's Ben Pai, and my wonderful sibling, where the rivalry is happening. Anna Dashkin. Yeah. Anna Kin. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, it's manga week this week, um, and this, uh, this particular pick was uh, from a friend... Your friend, and my yeah. friend uh, and a viewer of the show, um, he had been recommending lots of mangas, um, and Astro Boy Volume 3 is one that just kept uh, popping up as a recommendation from him. Um, so finally, after, what is what are we at, like five rotations, six rotations, something oh, like wow. that? Um, finally, finally sitting down and uh, reading this book. Um, so, uh, you, we were talking about it a little bit before we started recording, but this one had an, an interesting opening to it in the, in the forward, um, because this book was picked up by Dark Horse and essentially republished. Right. And, um, they, you know, they, they went through a lot of notes about republishing it and, um, how they didn't want to really change anything that Asamu... Tezuka uh, did with Astro Boy. Um, so they they mentioned, like, there are some things that are maybe uh, depicted as far as like, the Arab and black races. Could be construed as culturally... Insensitive. Yes. Um, so keep that in mind while we're going through uh, through this, but... Uh, I did appreciate their... their Candor on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Their understanding of the times now and wanting to respect artistic integrity of the then. Exactly. Um, I, I think that is that is a huge, a huge, huge thing. Um, the fact that they were like, we are against like discrimination and all of that, but we we think it would be an injustice to Asamu Tezuka to change it. Especially as they feel that it was never his intention. Right. Um, and, and, and it doesn't... <clears throat> it doesn't read as offensive. It doesn't. There's no, like, slander from my perspective. I could very... It's written, so it would be libel, but... Um, it, they're, they're, I mean, this is coming from two yes, white people. So, yes. <laughs> um, we are not offended by it, but we are white. So... If you are offended by it, know that the publisher or the the republishing of it, that's why they didn't want to change anything. Um and uh yeah, I was I was actually really 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 confused um at the beginning of this uh at the beginning of the book cuz you know, it it has the the first page here and then it goes into this and it talks about it's like the it, it, it's it's the author as a character in the book. Yeah, and I was like, oh, is this just like an illustrated um, forward? Yeah, that's what and, I thought. And yes, it is. It's just one page. So I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I don't need to read all this. And I start skipping ahead. I'm like, okay, but at some point the story starts. <laughs> um, so yeah, here here yeah. here is where we got. Here's where I got, and I was. I was very confused. I mean, I was really confused that you didn't read it like a manga. Right, because so, it was republished by a Western publisher. They they redid the whole book and, and made it read like a Western comic book. 
which at least on the bright side, because of that, um, it has guided view and comiXology. Mm -hmm. So when I got real confused, I could just hit guided view and I was like, oh, I see. This is the normal format. Or normal format. Normal is, you know. Yeah, right. The the format that we are most familiar to. with. Um, but yeah. Like I, I could see the depiction of, of the Sultan being culturally insensitive. Yes. Um, but uh, the, the story is essentially like there there are these these robots that, that, you know, protect the world um, and their, their specific countries. Um, and um, this guy wants to build a robot that can destroy them all and become the king of all robots and essentially rule the world with it. Wow. You know, standard supervillain stuff. Um, not completely out of the ordinary when it comes to superhero storytelling. Yep. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so they just kind of, I don't know. I know, I feel like um, anything that I would say to describe the story, just to tell the story uh, or recap it, would give it in a bad light, but that's not how I mean it. It was a very, um, like, Powerpuff Girl format, like, television show. Absolutely. Like, you have a Mojo Jojo-like character, and that's... yeah. And you know the the other thing with this is that um, I think I think he mentioned in that little forward this is when he had just started doing doing the television. The television show was going on. I at drew the, the same story time. when the Astro Boy TV series was at the peak of its popularity, and he was enjoying it the most. Yeah, so um, you know it it definitely played out like a serial television show, and it, it's very. It's very kitty. Uh, it's like, very it's useful. useful. That's, a, that's a much better, much better term. I will say, though, in here, and when he was talking about how he received a lot of letters of protest for the robot's death, uh -huh. I was expecting to equally be upset about this robot's death. <laughs> I, I actually was upset about Pluto's death. I was not. And I was not because he has this redeeming characteristic of, um, like, caring and being understanding and wanting to be fair. Uh -huh. And then you have the last robot that he kills before trying to fight Astro Boy. He kills while, you know, his back is turned to him trying to save a kid. So right yeah. there, that diminishes every other character feature that they had displayed, contradicting the fair fight. Also, I gotta, I gotta know, you know, they're talking about the most powerful robots in the world. Why is a lumberjack robot one of the most powerful robots in the world? He was so short-lived. We will never know. It's true. It's because he looks like a chicken. Yeah. The lumberjack chicken. Um, <clears throat> and I will say, I think I knew nothing about the story of... Booty phasers. Yeah, well, also, he's getting, <laughs> like, gas up his butt. That's so, true, too. <laughs> um, like, li literally, a whole scene is, like, they're... Fueling Astro Boy. <laughs> Emphasis on Astro... <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. 
<laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, anyways, I thought this was a good, uh, like, I know nothing, absolutely nothing about Astro Boy. I never watched the show, never saw the movie. I knew I've, it was a movie. I knew it was a movie, and I've seen the character on things before. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of very, like, Popeye's, Popeye era. Yeah, absolutely. Hero. Um and uh, I thought it was a. I, I thought the book was a pretty decent representation, or like, I mean, I, I have nothing to compare it to. Um, I thought it was a good introduction for me to the character. Yeah, um, I mean, the book on its own stood as a starting point because it was an independent yeah. story. There was a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, like I. I I, I don't think that this was a bad one to do a volume, like a non-volume one of. Yeah. I think some of the other books that we've done, um, like especially like Witch Hat, um, we definitely needed to do volume one. Yes. But I think this is a good precedent for us in saying that, okay, maybe we can actually try to look up and find better specific story arcs. Yeah. Like, may, like I imagine in, in Fairy Tale, we probably could have found multiple points to start out yeah at. um and, and and you know it it have been fine. decent and fine yeah um i think this one only left me with like one question that was probably answered in the previous manga volumes what's that the doctor that kind of looked like a rooster with his beard and the hair okay um how he comes back and says i'm not part of this world or i turned my back on the world and he goes, and you're like, what? Oh, yeah. That yeah. Can, that uh, would be I, I was... one and only moment in this volume that I actually felt like it was not a volume one. Mm -hmm. And that was a, like, three, maybe three panels on a single page. Yeah. And I do think the, the book itself, like, it had those kinds of, um, like, children's cartoon uh, messages. Yes. Um, like you don't need to you don't need to change who you are to be, you know, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Strength it does not beat brains. Right. Or smarts. Or um and, and there are lots of like there's lots of things about uh, you know, being just and you know, Fair. then I'm, uh, yeah, and then immediately turning around and murdering someone in front of a small child. Um <clears throat> <laughs> Not even just in front of one while, while he, he was, was holding. holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I thought the I, I did not like his sister at all. He drove me insane. She like, did drive me insane. Um, but uh, the world is interesting. He was the shallow character, yeah, which was kind of funny and like a unexpected way that the hero's sibling that apparently looks up to them is like the one that belittles them the most. Right. And you're like, wow. Okay. Why are you being so mean? <laughs> um, and she looks just like Astro Boy. But except her little hair pointies are different. Her little hair pointies are curvy. Which I'm also pretty sure that they have a brother because I'm almost positive that I have seen three little robot children that look all the same? That all look the same. Okay. And their pointies are all different. I see. Yes. I believe you. Okay. Um, and I, I do... Something that I did find super interesting about the world is how every country, they had their... 
their like specific super strong robot mm-hmm. that were very specific to like their country. Like Switzerland, the lumberjack robot wasn't really a lumberjack robot. He was a mountain guide. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Country in the middle of the Alps, definitely need mountain guide. Um, and then uh, was Germany just had one that had a bunch of guns and was like a detective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, kind of. Came to avenge his like butler cockroach robot friend. Mm-hmm. And I imagine Astro Boy, like you don't. You don't really see what he does for Japan that much. Right. Um, so I can't speak for it, but based on like how he has all of these different powers and abilities, it almost seems like he's a, a kaiju killer kind of kind of robot. Um, okay. It would be my guess. I know nothing about Astro Boy other than what I have read in this book. Um, so I could be way, way off base. Um, Which I guess if you were to also approach this as a outlook on like what you took away from Astro Boy as a character. Mm-hmm. This one didn't showcase his character. It didn't. It showcased the world a lot and um and then this one villain that then dies. Right. So I mean I feel like they also showcase the sister quite a bit in terms they of do. The character. Like yeah you, you get the... a very good idea of what she's about. Yeah. Erin? Um, yeah, Iran. Iran. Urin. Not Urin. No, not Urin. <laughs> Definitely not Urin. Okay, let's 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 move on. Um, good, good job, Ben. Yep. Uh, and I, I I did think that like Pluto's design was kind of funny, like not funny, but like kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. I did. I I enjoyed. I don't want to say bubble effect because I know that he's made out of metal, but you know how like. The SpongeBob like bubble buddy is drawn with all the rounded edges and the heavy contrast shading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like bubble shading, and it definitely spoke to the the Sunday newspaper comic child like lure to it. Mm-hmm. Lure, lure. I can't say that word. Lure. Apparently. Um, and I think what you're actually trying to say is allure. Um, I swallowed that word. I really don't have a whole lot to say about this book. And I like, other than like, we, we've mentioned it, we, we mentioned it kind of off camera. Some is I feel like this book has a specific niche and I'm just not in that. I feel, and I, I do see where you're coming from with this. I feel like this is, uh, not just a very specific niche, but like it's kind of like your a very first kind of ever manga, or like your very first ever comic. So anybody who reads this and this is their introduction, they're gonna love it so much more uh-huh. yeah. than somebody who has like grew up reading other things because this is much more youthfully inclined. So it's yeah. like. I think you, you described it really well in that um, going through and reading it, it, it reads like um, like a Sunday newspaper comic. comic. Um, Especially like, with the breaks and everything in the story, you could mm-hmm. totally take those, those weekly Absolutely. breaks in there. Um, but yeah. So I feel like I, 
I don't have a lot to say about it just because it was a very straightforward storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that in terms of like the fight sequences, uh, there were seven robots. There were seven, eight, nine, nine, there was 10 or 11 fight scenes uh-huh. because they fought Astro Boy three or four times. Right. Um, and they were all different. So, I mean, on they were such different robots that you at least got to see those different fights. There were was one extra because of that big Marshmallow Man one. Yep. Baru. Baru? Baru? Something like that. I'm, I'm going to be really butchering names here. I did also he see... He looked like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He did. Just made out of metal or tin. Yeah. Or like um, if uh, you cartoon... Or the Michelin Man. If you made um, that first Iron Man suit in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. A little chibi cartoon. Uh-huh. That's what it looked like, too. Um, uh, I will say that, like, the major plot twist in this was expected for me. Oh, yeah. Where the, <laughs> where the person who built Pluto built, you know. Baru is also a robot. Yeah. So that's, again, one of those things where there are those moments where you're probably like, oh, man, this would be so fun to read because it has such a big twist type of a thing. It would have a big twist for, like, a kid or, like, somebody who's not used to reading something like this. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, but, yeah. I did enjoy the character, like, the robot designs. They were fun. Yeah, and I, I like, again, I liked how each one did something very specific and different. It's not like... All of them are built to fight and... Not all of them were superior. I did really, really like... Um, Epsilon? Epsilon, and he's just like a nanny. Yeah. He was like a babysitter in an elementary school or whatever. Or daycare. Daycare was a daycare. Because every daycare needs a robot yeah. with over 100,000 horsepower. Yes. I also oh. like that that's how it's uh, how everything's measured in this world, is it's, it's horsepower. I need one million horsepower. He has two million... That's another thing that was very almost juvenile about it all was like, I need a million. And then the one up is I've got 2 million. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, okay. It's like, oh no, Astro Boy, you're in trouble now. Oh Oh, man. Um, Um, and something about the artwork for it. Is also with the very heavy contrast of like it yep. is very stark black and white. There's very little in terms of visual grays uh-huh. uh, with texture and all of those things. It doesn't really happen frequently. No, I don't think there's the really any gray. It's happen, just texture. Yeah, yeah, and even the textures that happen aren't meant to allude to shading. Right. I also this the book did weird thing, and I, I'm sure there's an explanation that I just. I did not care enough to look up. Well, they look digitally rendered in some, like re-rendered, and then the other then, just looked like, like a scanned. page scan. Right. Which the first time that happened, that was going to be my favorite page. And then I continued reading, and I was like, oh, that wasn't done on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, never mind. But then I don't really know what my favorite page would be. Um, Because I just... It's, I'm, I'm trying... Like, it, it doesn't... I don't want to say it lacks detail because it how it's drawn, it's not meant to have really small, finite 
details. Right. Like, uh, there's nothing about this book that makes me feel like... Uh, like, Powerpuff Girls has all of those, like, really soft curves and everything like that, and it's very forward. Yeah, there's nothing, like, you, you don't read this book for the art, you read it for Astro Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the author also is like, I'm not... I'm not doing this, you know, necessarily to do a bunch of art. I'm doing this to see that doctor kind of looks like a rooster. His beard yeah, goes down yeah, right. like he a does. little rooster gullet. He does. Doctor Temna. Temna, yeah, something like that. Tenma, Temna, something like yeah. Temna, Temna. Um, and uh, <laughs> Astro Boy like glows white <laughs> when he's yep. got them. Did he end? With the story with a million horsepower? I think so. Okay. But it sounded like the Dr. Tenma was going to make it like a temporary thing. I got no idea. But yeah, I, I don't either. I, I did um, also appreciate in the fight sequences and in the movements when you get the strength of these characters going through the water with the heavy contrast of the wa- uh, the bubbles and the water, so like the bubbles have that white outline, but the water itself is solid black, uh-huh. and the characters have the halo of white because they would be frothing with bubbles as they project down. Same with when they're going through metal or going through the earth. All of those things were done well, like you would ex- well in terms of it read easily, mm-hmm. um, the action read easily. I thought this whole scene was really cute, and it, just it was worked. adorable. Oh, I, 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 I hate that, that character wasn't going to die. Same. Same. Like, come on. This is... Ugh. But this entire thing did not make sense to me for the character of Pluto. The scene where he fights Epsilon. Because he saves him from drowning and says, I owe you one. And the last time we saw that happen was with Astro Boy. And he let Astro Boy go. And said, we are even. And he just ends up saying, oh, I owe you one, Epsilon. And so I thought that he was going to let Epsilon, like, save the kid and then kill him. But there is absolutely no redeeming uh, occurrence in that fight at all. So, I mean, once that happened, I was like, okay, I have no idea why people are like, oh, I'm so sad that he died. Because obviously, you know what? That was a shit moment. Yeah. And, like, the, the hand's still on the kid. Yeah, like, oh and he shows God. no remorse for the child. Like, it was very uncharacteristic of this... Of, vil- of the rest that they did with this villain. Yeah. Mm, I agree. Be- and so, I mean, once this happened, for me, that turning point was over. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, you just made him um, a completely, like, yeah, he can die, I don't care. Or, like, die. I mean, he's... He can blow up. He blew up. Yeah, this whole thing just breaks my heart. Oh, poor daddy. <sighs> uh, yeah, so that... I think that entire fight scene... Didn't... Made the overall volume, for me, not completely make sense. Also, one of the things that I was really upset about... Uh, continuity-wise, if you're trying to have this redeeming quality about this robot character of Pluto, where did her stickers go? Oh, true. I didn't even think... Well, you can see... Where, Ben? 
They were all over his yeah, chest, and they right. were little little shield shapes. They're not there. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I was like, even if um, he had those little stickers and like he did all of that stuff to Epsilon and he came out of it and he remembers the stickers type of a thing, I'd be like, aw, he's like a little cute reformed um, Iron Giant man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not happen. No, I, I definitely have those stickers. Right. And I did get like some Iron Giant vibes from him, mm-hmm. um, which fantastic film, by the way. Great film. Also in the Ted. Ted Lasso. Lasso uh, show. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it made the footballers <laughs> cry. It did. As it should have. It makes me cry at that point, too. It's like, oh, yeah, but we're wimps. Yeah, that's true. Um. And then, like, even even this fight, it's like they, they try to re-redeem him by having him help Astro Boy stop the volcano from exploding. Which is also a kind of, like, an underwhelming redemption. Yeah. With everything else that had happened previously, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yay, you can help with rocks. Yeah. Which I don't mean to make it, like, I don't mean to make it sound demeaning. Because I don't think the audience that this was originally marketed towards. It was us. Yeah, it was us. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. And again, like the time period, this was written in what, the 60s? Yeah. I think. Um, sure. So it's like the the time period, this was probably like a, a much, much more like what people wanted to read. The best fight scene in this entire thing was Astro Boy's first real fight with him when he killed the horn. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the one that like actually showcased that you don't need strength, you just need smarts. Right. And that wasn't showcased again. This was the entire message of um, brains over brawn, and uh-huh. you only actually see it in action once. And then the character decides... I'm not smart enough. I need more brawn. Which is so odd. It was it was an extremely odd um, order. Yeah. Like story developing wise, it was a, it was a very weird order to me. Mm-hmm. With uh, how the fights progressed, how the villain progressed or developed, and then. Bell. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it happened in a, in an order that I felt was cut and pasted instead of actually. Do you have a favorite panel? Developing. I can. Oh, oh, actually, okay. I do have a single panel that I read, like a single independent one. Okay. Um, page one thirty-seven. Okay. I'm gonna preface. Uh, I'm just gonna throw out there. I did not have a favorite panel. You said 137? Yeah. It is a single moment, and it happens when the Sultan is yelling at the professor, or the doctor, the creator of Astro Boy, Uh and the creator of Astro Boy's uh, body hits the frame, and his leggies go out of the frame. Uh, Like, the frame is the wall. I enjoyed that comedic implementation of, like, just the page layout. Yep. That's... I got nothing. I thought about it. I liked the same fight that you liked. Um, There were definitely like those moments where it's like, oh, why is this happening? 
um, with Epsilon mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the... The only character I felt, like, emotionally attached to dies. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and it is not the villain where I am expected to be uh, compassionate towards based uh-huh. on the author's foreword on right, saying, right. I got so many, like, letters of, I can't believe you killed him. And I was like, I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> um... I know we're like super short, and I feel I know. like we probably went really long on our last we one. We did it like a normal length of, on our last one, but I just I don't have much to say. And I always feel that it's so bad that we always end up going short on our manga because it's not that the mangas aren't good. I mean, this one in particular, it's just there's not a lot to say because art-wise, it was very cut and dry. Yeah, uh, storyline-wise, same. Mm-hmm. It was very simplistic. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not much to delve into. Yeah, there's... Exactly. There's not a lot of depth to it. Right. And a lot of the books that we've done... Well, I mean, with the exception of, like, fairy tale. um, A lot of the books that we've done in general, there's... There's been depth that we've been able to pick out. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we we struggled with Umbrella Academy, too. (laughs) Okay, Umbrella Um, Academy. (laughs) Sarah should have been there for that one. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, like, I, I agree. There's not, like, there's nothing that's like, whoa, other than, like, the message of you don't have to change. You know, wit beyond. they kind of got yeah, rid of uh, halfway right? through. Wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure kind of thing. Yeah, which, again, they dropped. Yep. They dropped that. Um, the wit was get stronger, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not upset that we read this as a book. I'm, I'm glad that we did. I'm probably going to have a decently long conversation with Zanza about what he believes makes this book so good. Um, because it's just not there for me. He compared it to X Men too, which I, I was kind of like. I'm offended. Uh, like I can, I can see where he's coming from as far as like the different robots having different kinds of powers and things like that. But I didn't get any other X Men vibes from this. That's a stretch. A little bit of a stretch for me, and, and I, I mean, again, I don't mean to diss the book. It's just not my thing. Right. And I do also think that it probably has a large cult following based on it probably being some of their first exposures to manga. Yeah, I mean... we Or the thing that got them into manga. If it's right. not their first one, it was the one that got you started. Well, and it's like we we encountered that when we did uh, Spider-Man Coming Home, our first issue of, of yeah. Rivalry. It's like, that. that's that's that for me, because that book will always hold that special place in, in my heart. Maybe that's what this is for, um, for, for Zanza um, and for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. I'm sorry. Is, why are you sorry? <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I'm more so sorry to Zonza, yeah, yeah. not sorry to you. I mean, I yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Because, again, I'm glad that we read it. Especially, I'm glad that we took into account a recommendation. Yeah. Which we haven't gotten a lot of them. So, I'm glad that, you know, one of the ones that we did get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little, a little. A little, like, after story. A little after story. Lifeless Seriously, was, like, a little episode. Yeah. 
like like a little mini episode, like when like a short, or just again like a Powerpuff Girl episode, which is split in uh, two true. episodes and yeah, one. But, yeah, that's true. And that's true. those shows were only twenty five minutes long. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I know. Um, I guess I'm I'm just gonna go in and start reading the story. Okay. Um. We don't want to waste your time by just rambling and trying to come up with stuff. Like, again, like the the story itself seemed kind of basic. Um, And it wasn't even like my favorite kind of telling of of this story. Uh Um, I think I'm going to go pretty low on that. I know this is probably going to be one of my lowest ones and I feel so bad. I think I'm giving it a four. Yeah, okay. Uh, For me, I wanted to give it a little bit higher. Just I wanted. I'm saying wanted. Not Uh, going into it, realizing that it was much more childlike or Sunday comic episodic. Um, So with that knowledge, I was trying to keep going with a grain of salt. However, with the morals of the story changing, the character, um, like the villain... His character flipping and how I just felt everything was kind of out of sequence, I would give it, like, probably a three, because I don't know who I would recommend it to, just because even for, like, a first taste, (laughs) even just for a first taste of a manga... I don't feel like I would recommend it to a kid because they go back on the moral of the story, which I think could have been well-received of the brain over brawn, but then it ends up not being that. And then even going a little older, the story sequence doesn't make sense to me, and then older than that is where we're at, and that's not my audience. That that wouldn't the, be what I would think that like this is the target audience. audience. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I would score that low. Which I'm so sorry. The world who likes this book that I'm yeah. like. Uh, it's just it's just not for us, I think. Um, or, which I don't even know what I would say redeeming or redeeming qualities, but qualities that would set it up as a three instead of a two. I have no idea. I just, it was, yeah. You know? Yeah. He has a solitaire tongue. Um, spade. Spade tongue. Um, no, I like. I think the the redeeming qualities of the story it was it, it was fun. It was it was interesting. The world is 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 neat. It's a look at an older time. Yeah. In in its storytelling. Yep. Um, and like that. That's that's where that's where I I give it like that that four. It's like. It's not so bad that I had to force myself to read every single panel. But it wasn't like, oh man, I'm gonna pick up more Astro Boy. It's not even making me interested to watch the show. Or the movie. Or the movie. Yeah. Um, art is me. Yep. So art-wise, very cut and dry. Yeah. What you would expect, it was done well for what it is. Um, not much to say about it, and I don't want to also judge it based on the scanning errors that I think happened. Yeah, it, that's it, not going to be something that we take into account in no. this because that's not the original format, right? Um, 
So, it also kind of reminds me of uh, not just old Popeye, but old uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, and that, like, I, I, that I enjoyed. So, um, like, I would give it like a C. So, a seven. A seven? All right. Maybe a six. What do you want? I'll give it a seven. All right. Because, I mean, for a kid's cartoon, uh-huh. I think it's well done. Mm-hmm. For an older comic in that era, it's it's well done. It's nothing groundbreaking. I would give it a passing score. So, yeah. And I don't think it deserves a D. Right. So I would give it a C. So where you get seven. Popeye's vibes, I get Jetson's vibes. I got Jetson vibes from low. Not in art style, but in like the futuristic world. Uh-huh. And like a little bit of the fashion sense, I go, oh. Well, and that's that's kind of like how Jenny I felt. <laughs> uh, this was like the world is. It's obviously a future setting, mm-hmm. but it's it's very much a future setting in the. I'm just adding really high technology to the world today. At the time this was written, yeah, um, and like that kind of blast from the past, like way of envisioning the future and again the art style of like classic mickey mouse um or uh you know any of those black and white cartoons um and the childlike emotes are fun yeah uh so i'm i'm kind of with you i i I give the the artwork a lot closer to it i think I don't. I, I don't know what I would say about it to give it a lower score than what you gave it. Um, so I think a, I think a seven is is reasonable. I don't think the art carried the book. No, um, and I mean me. the art didn't grip me enough. Like I could have just quickly skimmed through the word bubbles and been uh-huh. completely fine. I yeah. wasn't super inclined to digest each panel individually, mm-hmm. uh, like I am with some other books that we have read in the past. So, I mean, even in that regard, I guess you could have probably gone down to a six, but I think with the style that it was intended to be in, it is good. Yeah. Um, And I don't feel, and if I did feel it at one point or another, it didn't happen enough for me to remember it, uh, confused by anything that was happening based on the illustration. Agreed. There was one moment, but it was verbally explained what happened. So I was like, Oh, okay, we're good. Like when Astro Boy crushed the chair because he was so strong. He was so strong. He stood on the chair and it went crump, crump, crump. Yep. <laughs> um, you're a pick, so you're overall first. Yeah, I mean, I think my overall, like I said, the art did not carry it in a way that would make me like average the scores out between um, four and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll allow the art to pick up my story one point. And give my overall five. Um, we, we, I mean, I feel like we're beating a dead horse at this point. Um, <laughs> it's just, it, it wasn't, I don't, it wasn't for me. This was not targeted for me. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. Like, there are other people who enjoy manga and all of that. Um, but this, yeah. this. I mean, I feel the same way. I feel like. Astro me- Boy is just not that guy. Uh, I will say for me, uh, I'll also just let the art carry at one point, which puts me at a four for overall. I don't feel like my issues with the story uh, can be overcome 
mm-hmm. with, by the art. The plot holes that I felt were there and the jagged piecing of the timeline for me and how everything developed just really sinks sinks it lower, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that people who have read this for the first time or who have read this before and are listening to this aren't going like, what are you talking about type of a thing? I would actually getting- love to hear, like, for people who love this, I want to know what we missed. Because obviously, like, Astro Boy is, is a very loved character. I also would be curious to know, for people who have read this and loved it, have you reread it recently? And what are your new thoughts compared to your original thoughts? Yeah, that's right. Because I've totally had that happen to me where I've read, rewrite a book where I'm like, oh, I love it because I love it. But rereading it, I'm like, well, that's oh, what that's what happened to me when we did Vox Machina, the the oh, yeah, yeah, part yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. It's like I, I I loved it because it was more critical role, and then like rereading it for this, I was like, oh my god, this is not good. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say it was good. Uh, this it was not just wordy. Great. It was very wordy. Yeah. That was really um, yeah, and there's just not a lot of depth to this, and I I, I prefer a little more depth this it was a very shallow book so but again i wouldn't i wouldn't want aelin to read this either nope no i agree when she gets older so uh that puts us yep i got 24 points total for this batch of books and you got 34 points total <laughs> this is the i think this is probably one of the bigger gaps that this we've is, ever had yeah I, I think we had one like fairly large gap between you and me where i was ahead in like our very first week or very first one maybe it was either the first first month. month or the second month it was yeah it was early um Woo-hoo! yeah i did not do great we're so behind in our punishment recordings yep. that we need to bounce on it we really do um we'll, we'll have to talk about that now that I, now that i'm staying home um we'll have to talk about getting that all together and all that um you did. And next month, next week is my pick. Yes. Which is your Marvel pick. Yep, it is. It's um, Chris Claremont's and Frank Miller's Wolverine, um, which I'm really excited to read. Um, I know Anna's not a huge Frank Miller art fan, um, but I'm hoping that uh, the story and the fact that it's Wolverine will carry me a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm really really excited to 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 read that one actually. Um, It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Anything X Men is is oh is, yeah. In my opinion, fun. I mean, mm-hmm. I made comic book heels in high school out of X Men old like newer X Men comics. Um, and, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, and I went to competition, and like a bunch of people were like, "Oh my god, I love it!" And then they asked me what character it was, and I told them it was X Men, and that immediately turned them off, and they made walked away. And I was like, oh, "Well, <laughs> X Men are great." X Men hold a very special place in our hearts uh, because <laughs> of the the '90s animated series and X Men Evolution, and yeah. But I I was so I was so thrown. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Well, so that's what we'll be reading next week. Anna, where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> um, I am on the Instagram. I have two accounts. I have a personal account, uh, Anna underscore Riddick. I have an art account, Anna Riddick underscore designs. And then we have our sibling rivalry, 
Instagram. Um, it's not is... Anna Riddick underscore designs. It's a Riddick underscore designs. Just to throw that out there for art Instagram. I talked fast. Um, and our sibling rivalry, which is just sibling rivalry, is on Instagram. Uh, go ahead, Ben. Be all proper about what your actual usernames are. Go ahead. You guys can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet <laughs> at itbenpai, I-T-S-B-E-N-P-A-I. That's on Twitter, Twitch, um, Instagram, the whole nine yards when it comes to uh, social media. What um, a show off, and yet it's all just one name. You got to get right. Yeah. And you spelled it too. I did. Go ahead. Um, be sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're not watching this on YouTube and you're watching on um, a podcasting service, stop by the YouTube uh, because we have the book open uh, on the video uh, so that you can see the panels that we're talking about. Um, we try to explain some of them. We do. Um, and uh, yeah, then essentially everything else sibling rivalry related, you can find um, at itsbenpie.com forward slash comic book club. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, until next week, make sure to keep those poll lists full. Um, send us some recommendations for comics because I would, I would like an easier time picking some of my comics. <laughs> um, until next time. The Lomastain. Ooh.